0: Hello and welcome to Michigan and Other Mayhem, the show about Michigan, murder, mysteries, histories, and other mayhem from around the world. Your hosts are Allie and Jen. Okay, Jen, let's do this thing. Hey, Jen. Oh, something happened. What's up?
1: You're on like speaker. Am I? Technical Um, difficulties.
0: Oh, that's not a surprise.
1: We gotta, we gotta end this. and then start. You gotta send me another one.
0: Okay. <laughs> right, right. You know this morning.
1: Okay, hold on. Hello. Okay.
0: Hello. You feel better?
1: I do feel better. All right. You're on. Spe- so it's, oh, your- did I tell
0: you that um, my snail professor Ping is a girl? No. Okay. So. We have two tanks. We have a beta in each tank. There's an assassin snail in one tank and a mystery snail in another tank. My mystery snail is named Professor Pink. We found out Professor Pink was a girl because she laid eggs. And I was like, oh, shit. And then I looked, and it said that mystery snails can hold, like, a fertilized egg for oh, eggs, because uh, it's like a whole clutch, for months. Okay? nine Up to nine months, somebody said. And I was like, that's a crazy amount we've had this snail for like nine months and it just laid its damn eggs and now we got a baby at least one baby just trolling around the tank the well the beta fish ate the second baby
1: oh my gosh
0: yeah and i have we had four assassin snails at one point because i bought two snails to take care of the the pet snails in one of my tanks and um they made babies And they ate all the snails that were there repeatedly. So I took them back to the fish doctor and was like, you can have these snails. They're a family and they're murderous. But one of the snails, actually, we um, stayed on one of the plants when we emptied the tank out. So we still have one assassin snail in that tank. And he hangs out with a, a beta fish.
1: Holy moly.
0: I know. We have like the wild kingdom up here. you do so sorry he let me get my fish (laughs) as soon as i got the fish i was like well we need a snail (laughs) to clean the tank (laughs) and then they all everybody starts banging and making babies and now we got different problems
1: yeah (laughs) i don't have fish yes
0: i do love them and i do stare at them for a long time to the point where my dog and cat get jealous and try to break it up
1: that's great
0: so how is uh what's your story about i think you have an unsolved mystery right
1: i have unsolved mine's sad their grandparents
0: okay you go first then because mine is solved and we'll end on a high note
1: all right okay so mine's the murder of thomas and viola hefton okay this murder occurred on either july 2nd or july 3rd of 2006 depending on the news articles you read so we're going to go with M live. Okay, which is July 2nd. All right. In Ovid, OVID Township in Clinton County, Michigan. All right. The couple were both in their 70s and lived in Tucson, Arizona. They were up visiting their daughter and her family to celebrate their grandson's graduating from high school. Okay. Thomas was a retired U.S. Postal Service mechanic, and Viola was a homemaker. And after their kids were grown up, she worked at a local hardware and drugstore. Okay. It is believed at 7.30 p.m., the couple arrived at their daughter's home in Clinton County after getting a bite to eat. Their daughter wasn't home. They were actually up north. In the UP with their family. Camping. Okay. They went into the home. And the neighbors had. Reported hearing a gunshot. Around 9.30 p.m. Oh. When the daughter. And family arrived home. The daughter found her parents dead. Oh no. her, Her father by the front door. And her mother. In a nearby room. Oh no. Her son dialed 911, and the investigation began, but quickly the case went cold. There was evidence gathered from the crime scene, but nothing came of it. The only reported missing item was a wallet, which contained around $200. Okay. Other expensive items were left untouched, which I thought was strange, like a tele- the television, computers. Right. The cars. Things are
0: easy to um, sell if you if you're looking to kill someone for money, yeah,
1: right. And this is a real country area. Okay. So in 2020, they took another look at the case and began using the new DNA technology available to process the evidence in hopes there would be able to solve the case. From what I could find on MLive through news articles, this case still is unsolved.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Reading on Ovid Township, they, do, they don't they do have many homicides, only a couple a year. It's real rural. Homes are dis- described in a Tucson.com article regarding the murder as being like four miles from the nearest town
0: oh shit okay i know what you're talking about i've been to rural places recently
1: yeah traffic lights are like non-existent
0: yeah you you don't see
1: people walking down the road so it makes it even stranger that they walk in they murder these two people they steal a wallet and don't take anything else
0: yeah, that is weird as shit. Yeah, because you think they would take something that was even just, I don't know, easy to grab. You know what I mean? Nearby. You went to the, you went to two different rooms to kill people. That means that you have moved around a little bit. Wouldn't you just grab something? You know what right. I mean? Well, yeah. I could, it... If I was her, I could not stay in that house anymore.
1: Oh, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. forget
0: it. Somebody else can have it now. <laughs> it's yours. It's yours.
1: Yeah, and they were supposedly home. I mean, if they heard gunshots at 9.30, they were home at 7.30. I think it all sounds very fishy.
0: Yeah, the daughter, yeah, just happens to be gone.
1: Yeah, some something's fishy about the whole thing when you don't, you're not taking anything in it.
0: And you said they are trying to look up DNA right now?
1: They did. Okay. Not, it doesn't seem like anything came of that.
0: Oh man. All right. Well, so, I do have one where DNA does help. Would you like to hear good news?
1: Yeah, I need good news.
0: Okay. We're going back to the seventies. All right. Oh. I got this from ABC news and eight newsnowcom Ooh. Ooh. So January 26, 1979, Kim Bryant, she's 16 years old at the time. She stops at a Dairy Queen. I feel her. Okay. It's near her high school. She, she lives in Las Vegas. Now that's the last time at that Dairy Queen. That she would be seen alive, and her parents report her missing that night when she doesn't return home from school. They're like, she's not the type. She comes home, you know. And I, they must have actually taken her seriously because that didn't always happen in the seventies when they reported kids missing. So they do, they do. The cops are like, all right. Her body was found in the desert almost a month later on February twentieth, nineteen seventy nine. And due to the amount of decomposition during her, you know, during because of the state her body was in. They believe that she was killed shortly after being abducted. Her kidnapper though had raped her before murdering her. And the sperm found on Kim was preserved well enough in an era that didn't know to preserve DNA. And so in 2008, police tried to use the semen sample to to extract a DNA profile, but they weren't able to. It doesn't work. So the DNA technology though has continued to advance since 2008, they've gotten even better. So they're able to take a second sample in recent years. I guess they were going over, the technicians were going over different items at the crime scene, trying to find a DNA profile different from her, right? They find some, they find some more semen on this one area. They go through the whole program. They find a profile this time. So the Othram company, it's very famous for its success in the DNA genealogy. I've talked about it before. They worked with the profile And the techs worked through family genealogy trees until they were able to find a relative that was a close uh, relative and willing to give a direct sample. You know what I mean? Instead of going through a DNA company. And sure enough, they were able to make a confirmation and a match. His name was Johnny Peterson. He was 19 years old when he murdered Kim. He was um, conclusively found to be the the suspect He lived in Las Vegas during the time of the murder, and he had previously attended the high school that Kim was currently attending when she um, was abducted. And it wasn't known if they knew each other. You know, it's been so long. Her parents don't know if she knew a boy named Johnny. And he was actually not on the list of possible suspects. Mm -hmm. So in 1980, Johnny was arrested for sexual assault. But those charges were later dropped. Now Johnny dies in January of 1993 at age 33. So no arrests are going to be made in this case, but it is closed. What I couldn't find and I looked everywhere and I don't know how to go back to find somebody's death certificate, but I want to know like what he died of at age 33. You know what I mean? Right? My favorite is one time, and this was a long time ago, so you don't remember, but a dude had murdered somebody. They do a DNA thing. They go back through the cold case and find out that he was murdered like shortly after he murdered that person. And I felt like, good. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So right. I was wondering, Johnny like, was, was Johnny murdered?
1: Because yeah. So.
0: <laughs> so the money needed to do the DNA detective work was actually donated to Las Vegas, by a resident there who's a philanthropist named Justin Wu. And he chose to donate the money to help advance and open the cold case because it's very expensive to do this shit, right? You gotta Mm -hmm. pay the technicians, all sorts of shit. So after 42 years in 2021, Kim's family said they were able to find closure regarding her death. And the cold case, the Las Vegas cold case department has a site that you can visit and donate any amount of money that will directly go assist the homicide cold case to help with these types of cases oh really yeah and i was like michigan should do that because we don't allocate any money for genealogy um detective work in michigan and anytime that it has helped us it's been because somebody donated money and they were able to do it so i was like Well, they open up a website like vegas has and you can donate two five twenty a hundred dollars if you want and it goes directly towards these cases
1: right that's a good idea
0: I think it's a great idea because I would love, I love revenge after years. Like you think you got away from it. Nice bitch. You didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's sweeter than a, like revenge. It's the dish best served cold.
1: <laughs> True. Yeah. I agree with
0: that. Huh. Yeah. Wow. I love it when you, I love uh, the golden state killer. Like he's this old man. They popped up like, haha, bitch. And yeah. The one and thing that went over and over in the Golden State Killer's case was how small his penis was, and that's how they, <laughs> a, a lot of the women were able to, to. That's one of the things all the women talked about. Now everybody knows that you have a teeny, teeny, tiny penis, sir. And I know. That that you're a rapist and murderer. Of that. <laughs> yeah. That that's one weird. of my. Yeah, it's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> so you're. That's what because, he's going
1: to be remembered
0: for. Yeah, your teeny tiny face- penis in your murderous ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like I said, because, you know, YouTube is on to me, you're probably going to get a lot more solved cold cases because I keep Googling solved cold cases. <laughs>
1: yeah. And, and they're
0: finally like, oh, yeah, here it is.
1: Yeah. And I'm getting more unsolved.
0: Oh, I that stuff gives me anxiety.
1: Yeah. And I'm hoping that, you know, or I'm not hoping, but I find it interesting that there's more unsolved. And I have a couple more coming up okay. that they believe that it's, it's still unsolved, but they believe that it's an accidental,
0: you know, like, um,
1: Oh, like it wasn't a
0: murder. It was an accident. Like something happened. It's
1: no, it's the wrong house.
0: Oh, so like in the
1: one that I did, you know, in this case here, we talked about today that it could actually be somebody that
0: they went to the wrong house. Oh, like you went to go kill Bob, but you showed up at John's house. Right. Kill John instead. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Okay. Cannot wait.
1: (laughs) I'm going to have a sign on my door. Like if you're here to murder me you're at the wrong house
0: yeah i know <laughs> we are like um put a picture of your face smiling We're like this is who lives here
1: <laughs> i think it's interesting that you know how you know they're honest about it you know normally you they don't say things like that True. you know keep that thing and they keep that but i guess if you're it's cold for you know 40 some 50 years <laughs> yeah they kind of have something to say
0: Well, that's one of the things they say with the cold cases It's one of the reasons why they make some progress. Sometimes it's like, say you were dating Bob, he's crazy as fuck, but you finally got away from him. It's been 15 years. You feel safer now and you're willing to tell on him, you know? Right. So, yeah. So I'm like, yay! I'm all into the soft cold cases. And like I said, YouTube's like, here's 17 hours.
1: (laughs) Well... At least we'll balance each other out.
0: That's true. That's true. We could do that. (laughs) Yeah, we could be the solved, unsolved duo. (laughs) Right, right. Right? There you go. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.